BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. <laughs> it's fine. We, we look, we, we got to figure it out. We'll be all right. Anyway, as I was saying, this is Behind the Game with PJ. We've got Priscilla Joseph here with us. I am Rico running the board for her. Priscilla, how are we doing? Good. I'm glad you got to join me tonight. This is this is we're great. This P- is we're we're missing DP tonight. Huh? Yeah, he's he's doing stuff with his book and you know all that all that he's fun all stuff. And he's stuff. yeah, I, he thinks he's pretty popular. So I guess we'll let him believe that for a little bit longer. We got to catch up with him. But but so so you've got a show. You're here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. You know, if you want to if you want to join in on the on the live video stream, the Sarder Heyman video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, you can comment on there. You can comment, you know, text into the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. You can call in, ask Priscilla any type of questions you want, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Priscilla, what, what, is, what do you want this show to be like? What do, what do you want this show to be? I want this show to be a place where fans can come and feel comfortable asking, criticizing, give me what you got. Just I, it. I'm I'm good. I'm good with it. You're here to answer all the questions. I'm here. Any, to, well, anything you've well, not and, yeah, and not all the questions, right. but you know the questions that we deem you know answerable. That's right. That that people may or may not have wanted to ask. You know, a coach's wife or just a coach herself. Correct. Where, where where did you coach again? At Alcorn State University. Alcorn State. Okay. Yes. Okay. So anybody that has any questions can come right here. That's ask right. Ask her some questions. Do you have anything anything that you uh, wanted to talk about today specifically? So um, was it last week I turned to my Twitter followers and I told them to go ahead and shoot me some questions. So I wrote some down and I figured we could just get in tune with myself and the joseph what i like to call us crew okay um because i'm the only one in my family that is not from louisiana (laughs) (laughs) mickey's from there my daughter is from west monroe and our son was born in baton rouge okay so i like to call us a little crew a louisiana crew yeah so um we got a couple questions here that we're gonna go ahead and start off with all right let's get to it all right, our first one is, are the Huskers going to win nine national championships with MJ, or are we shooting for double digits? <laughs> I mean, you always go big or you go home, right? Shoot for the stars, Husker fans. <laughs> Shoot for the right. stars. We're going all the way. <laughs> look, if you don't win a, look, if you don't win a national championship every single year that he's here, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not he's good not, enough. Yeah. We're going to send him back to the yeah, office. <laughs> he, he won't, he will not be satisfied 
if it's not national championship every year. Absolutely. We're going to send him and, and say, you know go what? study some more film. And you know what? That's exactly what you want. <laughs> you you want your coach to, to, to shoot for the stars and, and believe that, you know, anything is possible. So he's, right. he's here. He's going to put in all the work. And yes. he's going to make sure that Nebraska is in a is in better place, you know. Whenever he decides, whenever you, whenever you guys get that uh, get that dream home in Arizona that you were talking about, yes. whenever that happens, far along down the road. Oh man, I thought you were going to say soon. far along, <laughs> far along down the road. You got to you got to experience this type of winter a little bit more. Can we talk uh, about how this wind just slapped me in the face like today? Somebody asked us earlier on on DP show. They said, "I wonder how Mama Joseph is dealing with this weather right today? now." Today. Yeah. I was struggling today. My first of all, my hands were I thought were gonna fall off. But my son, y'all so my mom just left us. Love my mom. But my son grew attached to her and oh. he had to get out of the car to go pick up big sister. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Come on, we gotta get out and he was like, No, 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 it's cold and I'm, I'm like, Well, let's put your jacket on, got your little beanie on, we'll be good. We're outside walking, and he's like, Mommy, hands. Well, tuck your hands, because we didn't bring no gloves, and we we had, had no time for that. We got in the car, and he's, like, s- screaming at us, like, ah, my hands. <laughs> Look, I, I felt every piece of his little pain, because that wind was no joke. Oh, it's the worst. It's the I, worst. I mean, it's terrible. I've and, lived and here all my life. Y'all were saying that this is, like, this isn't nowhere this isn't near bad. Last year. No, 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 no. Last year, we had a, a blizzard type deal that came with winds and cold that was around like somewhere in the negative twenties. It was it was like a f- like freeze we're warning. We're getting negative two tomorrow. Yeah, I- that's that's bad, but that's not even close. Yeah, well, in our house, <laughs> we're also coming from probably the coldest we had ever experienced is probably 30s. Mm. That, like, sounds <laughs> that sounds nice. I will take 30s Sounds pretty right nice. <laughs> I'll take 30s I'll right walk now. around in shorts in 30-degree weather. <laughs> I mean, I won't do that, but I would be pretty happy because this morning it was not so happy. And look, this weather, like humble, it's like humbled me. Mm-hmm. I uh, went out for a happy hour with some girlfriends and... They like looked at me because I showed up in like the big puffy five, coat, five layers, and then like that big puffy coat. And they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I know y'all felt that wind. Like I know, I know you I know what's know going on know, outside. I know you got, don't don't do that to me." And they're like, "No, it's not that bad." I'm like, Mm-mm. "Yeah, no, it's, I've, it's I've bad. been here for for the 28 years of my life. Y'all and need I to still, send me all the tips and tricks. I of still like, can't. I don't, I don't have the tips and tricks cause I still hate it. I don't like, I'll wear, I'll wear, you know, this thin little thing. And then my, my like slightly the thermals, warmer like, coat. The th- they're called thermals, right? Yeah, Underneath I think or so. whatever. No, I don't do I don't, that. I don't do that, but I, I could, so I look, should. I had my daughter wear that. And she's like, I don't know why they want us to wear all of these layers here, <laughs> mommy. And I'm like, I don't think they want us to, babe, but I, I think, think we have should. to. To it's, survive, look, you gotta live here. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dress the part. Well, she's like getting in the car. And she's like, I can't even buckle my seat. I'm like, I feel your pain, girl. I feel your pain. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look, the crew is struggling. Mickey's like, jump in, jump out. <laughs> don't even breathe while don't. you like hold your it. yeah hold, hold your, your breath when you go outside. You don't <laughs> you breathe in that cold air. It's different on your lungs. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, we are struggling. So show me some tips and tricks because. We're not, we're not, we're not enjoying it too much. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, and then, okay, so I have this one. It says, 
N- where are we doing the Mardi, Bo- Mardi Gras parade? Down O Street or 27th? What was my answer? O Street. Both. Both? You you gotta have. Oh, we gonna do all of Mardi Gras. Oh, we going all we the do way. Parades everywhere. Every street has its own parade. Absolutely, like the South Side has their parades. <laughs> the North Side has their parades. Downtown, this is like Listen, just this just into funnel like everybody Norman. downtown. Just hit O Street. I mean, we, we could, but you could just like, like I'm Nebraska not just, but game. like I'm not saying just downtown O Street. I mean O Street, like all of O Street. Like you just keep going. Now, how big is O Street? Is the question. That's it goes. Like, that's like the truck parades. Look, it goes for a while. So let me let me school you on these truck parades. We did truck parades one year. Mm-hmm. I thought we were gonna be there till like midnight. They're like just semi trucks coming and they're just like throwing a bunch of toys at the kids. Like they're not throwing beads. They're not throwing like they're throwing cups. They're throwing stuffed animals. They're throwing like Dollar Tree toys. I'm mm-hmm. like. All right, now I got to go home with all of with these like toys. With like three bags filled with toys. Like trash bags full mm. of toys. And then you somehow got to hope that the kids forget about them. And they don't. And then you then can get like rid of them. You throw them away and they're like, wait, do you know where that one toy is? It's always after you get rid of it. I'm like, hmm, I think you might have lost it somewhere. Mm, cause, darn. Yeah. Or they don't play with it for a while. You think they forgot about it. Oh, yeah. And then all of a they sudden. They never do. It just pops up. Yeah. They know what so, they're doing. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, Here's more of like our lifestyle. As kids get older, how do you keep them grounded, shielded from negativity that comes from this profession? Okay, so. That's a great question. That is a wonderful question. I got a six-year-old and I got a two-year-old. Our six-year-old obviously is been she started off at Gremlin State, then she went to Louisiana Tech and then LSU for four year five years and now we're here. Um so she had no idea what was going on when she was little. Um I say as you get as the kids get older, I mean I try to teach her that her daddy's friends have the same kind of job daddy has, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't get to see daddy as much as they get to see their daddy but sometimes like um in baton rouge her best friend her dad worked offshore so she actually got to see her daddy more than her best friend yeah so it kind of humbled her a little bit like okay i complain that i don't get to see my daddy very often but Mm -hmm. yet there's other kids that don't get like her best friend saw her dad every two weeks and then, like, he would be, I mean, he would be wow. home for two yeah. weeks, but then he would be gone, gone for, for two. a long time. Yeah. So, um, with that, and then at Ella, we always, uh, we've always told her not to tell anybody that daddy's a football coach because we've been in those, like, small towns or those schools that, like, are big mm-hmm. football fans, right? So, you just try to tell them daddy's job is just daddy's job. It's yeah. not something we need to share with somebody, you know, like with people. That makes sense. You know, and it's really just more for their safety because mm-hmm. people are crazy. People can be pretty crazy. And I'm for like I, I I'm oh, actually I can't say I understand because I've never really I don't think I've ever really been like a fan. Really? Like I can't there. OK, so like my favorite basketball player would be like lebron james Mm -hmm. okay but as far as like a team no like growing up like growing up 
I didn't like have a favorite team of okay. any sport. My favorite baseball player growing up was Sammy Sosa, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like a Chicago Cubs fan. I mean, I would root for them, but I would like. But it's because Sammy Sosa was. Because, so you were rooting yeah. for Sosa's success, and if his success came with you know the team winning, yes, you know that's cool. But really, if so the team really lost, but Sammy did yeah, well, but you're I like, can't cool. tell you what it's like to just be like, man, I'm wow. a diehard like Arizona Diamondbacks fan or like really? Phoenix. Like, I, I'm not I don't think I've ever like just loved a team. So I don't know what that's like, but I just know that fans can be very diehard ish mm-hmm. because with. Mickey and his brother, like his brother now coaches in Arizona. Yes. And like when we had family friends realize that that was my brother-in-law, they're like, oh my God, that is like the coolest thing. You know, like, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's cool. He coaches for the, you know, like for the Cardinals. (laughs) I was going to say Diamondbacks, but for the Cardinals. And they're like, and they were like freak out about it. But to me, it was just like. It's like, yeah, what? like he's a coach. Cool. Yeah, he was like, like at like 20 other places, you know, yeah. so and we've gone and we've visited like Miami, Texans, um Denver. So to to me it was never like, oh my gosh, I'm visiting this team and it was just like, oh, I'm going to go visit family and Yeah. That's so, kind of crazy. Now like, that I think about it, I've never really been a fan wow. or a team's fan. Yeah. You need to fi- you a, need to fix that. You yeah. need to somehow just latch on to somebody. Well, look, Maybe I was trying to latch on to the Saints, right? Mm-hmm. But I went to school with Cam and Jordan, like from like middle school. I think we might have gone to ele- no. He went to a different elementary school. We went from middle school to high school together, uh-huh. and we had like all of our a bunch of our class. Like we were friends. So I became a Saints fan when he got drafted to the Saints, and then I met Mickey. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, Saints is like the easy answer. Yeah. But I wasn't like. You weren't, you weren't, you know. Die hard, Saints. Like, like go Cam. You weren't who that yeah, nation. Yeah, I was not. You no. were just like, go Cam, let's go. Yeah. Like, and I've gone, I think I've gone to like two Saints games and they're cool. <laughs> what is there <laughs> like a, is there like a that. team that you were like. The closest to to being a fan, like a team that maybe you you caught yourself rooting for a little bit more than just like a singular player, or no, no, not mm, at all. No, you just just it's straight players. Been, yeah, straight players. Huh. So like I, I was gonna say Miami Heat, but I I'm just like so obsessed with LeBron, like his athleticism, and mm. people like to bash on him, but I think. More than anything, he's an entertainer, and that's what, like, draws me to him is that he's not only ridiculously athletic, Mm -hmm. but he's entertaining. Like, he knows how to make it look. Like, he's good at what he does, but he also knows how to make make it a show. Like, he's a showman. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what's, like, always drawn me to him, and he's – as people don't like to say that he's very humble, but I think he is in a lot of different aspects of his life, not just basketball. You know, like mm-hmm. I think he knows he's good, and I, and at, at that certain... le- at that level, I think you have to know you are. Oh yeah. So um, I don't know. He's just always been like 
damn the guy yeah the guy i mean when he, when he first got there he was very humble but after a certain point of kind of being trashed and, and talked about you know you'll never be as good as you know number 23 you'll never be as good as the ghost you're chasing he was just like you know what but i, don't think I know how, ever, i know how good i am i don't think he ever chased it i i think he said he did he said he was i don't and look i i personally don't think he had like i think there you can't even compare because they're two different eras like yeah completely they, they you just can't compare at all i i don't i personally think you can't compare because they came from two totally different times mm-hmm. and this the technology that he had access to, i mean yeah and like you got to take all that into consideration if if mj had that like can we even think about how crazy he would be you know yeah so okay so you say you don't want to compare but who's your goat mj or lebron lebron is my goat lebron's your goat yeah okay I mean, you're and wrong. Je- and I okay. am. I am. Because, but I like, I'm more of a showman. Like, I like. Not that. You, like, MJ was a showman, and, though. And, uh, he was too humble for. Like, he was too modest. Not humble. He, he was, was the modest. opposite of humble. He was too modest. <laughs> I don't think he was as entertaining. Really? Yeah. For me. I don't. Hmm. I disagree I like with that one. I like the splash. And I think. He had all the splash, though. Like, that's all he was doing. Like he was flashy, he like was, he, but he but was. the point, like for him, it was, so him it was just him. It was just him, like doing his thing, and it just happened to be, hey, I'm so much better than you that I can do all these crazy things, and you can't stop me. Like he, he shooting free throws with his eyes closed, switching hands in midair, he just doing made that. It look like too easy though. Like that's what like I'm like. He can do this with his eyes closed. Not that LeBron can't, but like he'd have to like. Well, really he try. tried to shoot a free throw with his eyes closed and he bricked it. So. And he, like I mean, he'd really have to try. And like MJ, just everything was so effortlessly, and it was just like, uh, he got you know, like he's gonna <laughs> like make he's it. He's gonna like, do know, it. He's gonna make it. Like you, as soon as he shot it, you're like, ah, oh, you don't have to even he's, look. He's like, six and zero oh in the finals. He never played a game <laughs> seven. Whatever. <laughs> Just, nah, he's just too good. Is too that what good. It, he was? Yes. Just too good. Too good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Well, okay. So back to back to the coaching, and you okay. were talking about protecting the babies. My question is, how do you deal with you know the the possible uncertainty of your husband's job? Like you know, if they if they have a bad year, and maybe you know his position group doesn't you know pull pull up to task, and maybe he loses his job, but but you know that hasn't happened, but. How do you deal with the uncertainty of, you know, that could happen whenever? It doesn't have to be the end of the season. It could be in the middle of the season. Right. So how do you deal with, uh, you know, we might have to leave at any point? Absolutely. So you don't really just like, I mean, you do, but you don't. So I'm going to go a little uh, further back. We've been together this. We just finished our 12th or 13th season together. Maybe 12th. And since he's met me, we he has not had a losing season. So according to him, as long as I am in his life, we mm. won't have one. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just start off there. And I agree. I mean, I'm pretty. Look, I mean, you know, I, I like I, that. That I sounds pretty, good to I me. I make it happen. No, I'm just <laughs> I do all the work and get all the credit. No, I'm just there's, kidding. There's, there's the flash. There, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, um, the, with the uncertainty, it's just. It comes with the gig. You just, you got to have the tough skin. And that's what we really emphasize at home is when something goes wrong at school or with your friends or something like that. It's just like, okay, how are you going to, are you going to let it affect you or how are you going to change your mindset? 
How are you going to take the situation and in which direction are you going to go? Are you going to let it take you down or are you going to take it, analyze it and keep it moving? And I think it comes, it goes with the same way with this, with this job that it, at any moment they can be like, it's not, you're, you're not cutting it. Mm-hmm. We're going to get rid of you. And he can either sit and sulk and we're just going to sit here for a year until he can get another job or he's going to do something about it and fix his problems and find something better. And really, I think that's ended up, not that that was a situation at LSU, but he kind we kind of knew like we knew going in that it can happen at any moment right because you didn't have a great season before mm-hmm. and you always gotta my dad always taught us that you're always you have to be one step ahead whether it's good or bad you know you always got to think ahead of any situation so Mickey's always done that in every at every school that we've been at. Um, sometimes it's been super short, but he's also stayed on top of it. He's been like, okay, well, this coach might get fired at the end of the season or at the end of next season. I'm gonna leave a year early if I have another opportunity to create to get another two year contract. Okay, and then that's how you kind of just stay on top of the game because the coaching circle is very very small. So yeah. there aren't a lot of job opportunities. And if it is, it's like a, we like to say it's a carousel. I mean, one coach goes somewhere and then the other one, you know, like it's just one big merry-go-round. Yeah. Just switching horses and <laughs> tigers and giraffes and all that. <laughs> everything's getting, everything's getting switched around. Everything's getting switched around. How, so when Mickey goes on the road recruiting, how often do you like, con- how, how often does he call you? And does he tell you like, oh, I'm in this state. I'm I'm doing this. Like, I'm probably about maybe once or twice a day. Well, but our conversations are literally like max two minutes really? on a good day. Like, <laughs> yes, on a good day, two minutes is kind of long. Hmm. Like, two minutes is very long for for our conversations. It's. In between, you know, like, okay, I just left this class, um, this school, about to grab some lunch and head to another school. And because he's may not be completely familiar with what, and even if he is, he's like, I got to pay attention to so I don't miss an exit. Yeah. Because then it's just like. That makes sense. And it's just super short. And he's like, hey, the kid's good. You good. Yep. Yep. All right. I'll talk cool. to you later. Cool. Bye. <laughs> Keep it moving. And like, he'll tell me wherever he's at, but some. Sometimes I'm like, where are you? <laughs> like, I'll call him like, wait, where are you? How many hours ahead are you? Or how many, like, are you behind? Or, And the the thing is that here is a, the last couple of years he started to travel a lot more. And I think that's because his recruiting um, started to get noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he wasn't always a great recruiter, but because then he started being able to name drop. So with those come more territory, like, oh, we need you to get this kid out of, cause he's a really big one. And yeah. so then that you might be designated to one certain area, but if it's a kid that school really wants, they're going to send their best recruiter behind 
whoever's there. And it's not even to say that the, the coach that's recruiting him isn't doing their job. It's just more hands in the, in the pot mm -hmm. is better for the school. So, and that's where Mickey's been is he, the, he's excelled the last couple of years in his recruiting that it's just like, okay, just go put your presence here. And it's, <laughs> And it's like anybody that knows Mickey, it's he walks into a room and just like birds flock to him. Like it's like he's like this is bird, very popular. He's just like bird food. Like drop in, <laughs> all the birds come. Like I'm not kidding. It's crazy. It's crazy. People are drawn to him from everywhere. So and it doesn't surprise me how great his recruiting has gotten noticed in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So if we got a big a big guy. He's the one Mickey's to say. There. Well, he's not the only one because Bill Bush is our, I, I want to say, I think he's the secret weapon on <laughs> on our staff because, man, Bill Bush is quite the character and he's good at what he does too. Mm -hmm. So They just hold him until they need him. They're like, all right, Bill. Yeah. Going on out there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Finish it off for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, both and then both of them together. Some of the, some people don't didn't know that they were together at LSU. Mm-hmm. And so they created quite a few memories, quite a few arguments, <laughs> disagreements, but that's just their relationship that they can pick on each other and give each other a hard time. And mm -hmm. it's only just to make each other better. So it's, it's a good tag team. We like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, okay. You, you like football. Right. We got that. You like football. Yeah. You know football. You're knowledgeable. Have you ever, you know, maybe you're watching film with Mickey. Have you ever, like, pointed some stuff out? Maybe he, he wouldn't have, he didn't notice before. So, like, after games, we talk about what I saw. And <laughs> this is why I have to pay attention to the game <laughs> and not do other things and socialize because he likes to talk about the game afterwards. Mm -hmm. So, um this is why I normally either take like a sitter or someone with me to the games because I need to watch the games. Cause if I'm just with the kids, I won't watch the game, mm -hmm. but it's not that I notice something like I'll just say what I saw. And then he's like, Oh wait on like, which player were you talking, you know, and it helps him re visualize it in his head and be like, Oh, you know, and sees it from my view. And it, Listen, I'm far from qualified <laughs> for saying, oh, well, this is what should have happened, you know, but I yeah, call and place for him. Yeah. Like, no, Look, I'm, this I'm is what really this is what the receiver needs to do. He needs to come out this way. It was a soft zone right here. So he needs to settle. Oh, yeah. No. Once he starts dropping all those like lingos, I'm like, all right, now I don't want to talk to you anymore because I don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. But no. And then because there are like certain plays that he like runs over and over verbally. Mm hmm. So, like, when he's doing that and then I see it on the field, I'm like, ah, it's like that, aha. I know this. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Saw it. It played out. It worked. Or someone missed something and I'm like, ah, you know. So, I I like when he talks to me about it because um, then when after the game we get to connect on that level and he gets to come home and vent about what he thought he saw and whatever happened in the game and stuff like that so it's 
it's nice because if I didn't know anything, he wouldn't be able to come home and say, oh, like, can you believe or did you see when that, you know, because. Mm-hmm. And I think that plays a big part as a coach's wife is when you are um, at least informed or educated on at least your husband's position or boyfriends or whatever, like on their position that they're working on, then you get to connect on a different level and you have that extra thing that you get to bring home with you and grow on. And then as a female, you can, when someone's talking smack and you can be like, wait, hold on. What did you say? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not what they was doing, baby. Excuse me. Yeah. Let me tell you what they were really doing, but what you thought they were doing. Yeah. That's not what they was doing. How often do people just assume that you don't, you don't know? Oh, they all, most, most guys assume, and it's usually, I mean, obviously it's guys that assume it's, it's guys. It's not really females that be like, Oh, you know, she doesn't know. No. And it's guys. A lot of them assume that we don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, and it, it really helped because I worked for Mickey when I first met him Mm -hmm. and I'd be sitting in his office and coaches would come in and draw plays on the board. And I'm like, Y'all need better penmanship. (laughs) 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 And he would just talk crap to me. And I'm like, I mean, who understands? Right. And it's then I realized that they were literally just drawing X's or scribbles. And it was more so the The, lines, right, that they were really follow the the movement, follow the movement. So I'm like, oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense. But at first I I was. Yeah. At first I was like, what are you doing? I just go on the board and scribble and say, this is a play. Like, no, that doesn't make any sense. That's, that's not how this works. No. Yeah. So, okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, get some more questions, maybe some more of the questions that the fans were asking. Yes. Uh, This is behind the game with PJ. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. 